Hi guys. Before we get into the episode, I just wanted to take a minute to talk about Anchor and how I upload my podcasts. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. First of all, it's free and there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When I originally was looking to start creating podcasts and presenting them to people and or like putting them out on the internet, I had been looking all over the place and a lot of or a lot of um, websites and apps seemed really daunting to me and kind of intimidating. Um, but then I found Anchor. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, Google Podcasts, so many more. Currently, I'm on five, five uh, platforms and I only knew about three of them. So that's pretty cool that all I have to do is literally just upload my podcast and Anchor distributes it for me. You can make money from your podcast and you don't even need a minimum listenership, which is pretty cool. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So if you're interested, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey guys, welcome to my podcast, Thoughts of a Wildflower. My name's Maddie. Every episode features everyday conversations ranging from music to history to modern culture to relationships and everything in between. I work hard to create open, relatable conversations that celebrate the highs and lows of being a real wildflower in a world full of roses. So let's grow together. Should we do this thing? Uh, yeah. I I think that's, that's a good idea. We should probably, probably do it. We're doing it. Doing a podcast. Number 11. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 11 of my podcast. And it was supposed to be episode 10, but it's episode 11 with Cole, my brother again. Hello. And we're going to touch on the fourth and final mental health series episode. Yeah. You might want to sit a little closer. I suppose I'm kind of. I guess I could move the mic. The mic. I, we kind of switched up the setup of the the room, so everything is different. Tables yeah. in a different yeah. orientation. We gotta talk over things and yeah, cords are everywhere and everything's flying and it's fine. How are you? I am much better than I have been in the last few days. Do you want to elaborate? So over the. The week I have been super stressed out because one of my best friends actually just graduated. Um, Colin, shout out to you. And uh, does Colin listen to this? Maybe. Probably not. I don't know. If he does, if cool. he does, so woohoo, go, yeah, Colin. go Colin. <laughs> and uh, I'm going down on Sunday morning to, or whenever this may be. If you listen to this two years from now, that's irrelevant. But the Sunday following. Um, we or he's having his grad party and i wanted to make sure that i had everything done in the week um to make sure that that happened yeah because i started summer school not like the high school summer school this is like the i want to get done with college as quick as possible school and um yeah it's something that's hard to get used to because it's all online I have to maintain a steady pace, otherwise it all gets bunched up to the end of the week and then I am stressed and no one in the household likes that, including the dogs. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> um, well, you're taking 10 credits. Like, that's a lot. Yes. For us. Like, I think when I went to college my second, or so my first year at UMD, I took nine credits total in the semester and that was in person and you're taking 10 credits alone online condensed into like two months that is an important part to note is that it is condensed so so you've done a lot of stuff this week yeah it's i i just actually finished writing a a paper i had a bunch of team projects to work on and i don't know it's not important to continue to talk about everything that i did but it was a lot and i'm done with it now and i was able to keep pretty much every promise that I made this week so I'm happy with that and yeah that's just good. keep going from here that's good yeah. so you know that May is mental health awareness month I am aware yes and 
you know that I've been doing a small series on here talking about it, trying yeah. to trying to talk about it so more people can be aware of it and share personal stories and like journal prompts and like things that people probably didn't know about. Yeah. Um and I wanted to talk to you about mental health because you're a you're a guy. I am a guy. <laughs> I have guy. Okay. I don't know, sorry. <laughs> Uh, I am Guy. I am Guy. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Maybe that's a different perspective. Well, yeah, you're just you're a, you're a dude, and like guys have a different twist on mental health than girls do, and they're treated differently. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to pop your brain a little bit. Pop yeah. your brain. I think it's Bra! pick your brain. Pick your brain is what I meant to say. Rosie, you want to come sit, baby? Come on. We have uh, Maui as our third. Maui's our co-host. Third host third host of the day yes uh you probably won't hear anything because she's a dog unless she sneezes yeah she'll probably sneeze but it is an important disclaimer before we get into me answering any questions that i state the fact that i am not answering for every man for every yeah. guy right my opinion is entirely my own and if yours differs from it awesome i'm not trying to answer for you mm-hmm. it's I just thought I should say that first. Yeah. Well, we got we got a lot of um, good feedback when you were on the podcast last time. Hmm. So. Well, that's good to know. Thank thank you to everyone who who gives such good feedback. It's really appreciated and. Yeah, people think you're awesome. Yeah. Molly, you're gonna fall. Okay. So, should we just jump into it? I suppose. Jump sure. in the line. Rock your body in time. Dun, dun, dun. I believe you. Maui. Well, we did get a little bit of of vocals from her today. That's cool. She's being a little defensive. Do you see other dogs outside? You're not the only dog in the world ever. You're the toughest, strongest, most great little guard dog, aren't you? Yeah. She's she's one of those things, You're, if not all of them. Just a thing. <laughs> just one. You just you pick. I don't care. It's so, fine. Trying to stay on topic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We probably won't. It's fine. Um. Yeah. Let's. So. You grew up in a predominantly female household. Mm-hmm. Which, I think, is uncommon, for the most part. Yeah. Like I said, I'm not speaking broadly, but from what I've encountered, it's very rare mm-hmm. that that happened for anyone else. I think I was the only kid in my grade that was just raised by his mom and his daughter, or his sister. Wow. His daughter. His daughter. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> two, two females in the house. Two yeah. females in the of, house rather than, I, I, yeah. It a was lot of estrogen flying at a you. A lot of estrogen. It, okay, so what first let's talk about what your what's your definition of mental health? Well, that that varies for everybody. Uh, well, right, that's why I asked what's yours. For me, I Maui, guess, she just farted. Oh my gosh, do you smell that? Oh my god, I, I need to set you down. Did um, you just poop on my leg? Maui Juniper. She didn't. Do you smell that? Well, you're waving right in my face, so oh. a little bit. Okay. Oh. So Blech. <laughs> start gagging <laughs> for my definition of mental health what it means to be healthy mentally varies depending on i mean this can change at any given moment any day at any time whenever but for the current time um my main focus is on making sure that i am okay uh, being content where I am, that I'm happy, that I'm humble, need to make sure I'm as humble as possible because that's one of the most important parts to me is just making sure that I don't let my, my head blow up because when that happens, then I'm not being myself. And a little call back to last time, one of the most important parts of my life is always making sure that I am myself regardless of what situation that I'm in so I guess it's just making sure that I'm happy I'm content 
with how life is regardless of the situation. And uh, I apologize for the dogs barking in the background. It's kind of hard to not let happen. You know, when this podcast inevitably takes off because it it slaps, it's going to. <laughs> uh, we'll get a better set. <laughs> it slaps. Slaps. And <laughs> Then you won't have to worry about dogs barking. Hey, maybe we'll do a set change, and then you know, set when, when my house comes around in nine days, uh, can yep. record one over there. Some literally on my last podcast, I was like, you know, I haven't been doing very well lately because your little brother's not supposed to grow up and go buy his own or go rent his own house because that makes you sad because codependency is not a thing. <laughs> I think that it is fair to say that we are very codependent of each other. Uh, kind of like uh, the the siblings from Schitt's Creek, which is Alexis and very much Maddie's David. favorite show for the time being. I I love it a lot too, but I wouldn't I don't know if it's my favorite. I just haven't watched very much of it. But I think we could do a little bit. I don't know if you've watched it. I, I though. can't. I'm pretty I'm good sorry. At... I'm not confident. Yeah. With I'm... This. <laughs> I'm not confident. <laughs> it's also important to note that it's not my own house. Like it's it's my house, but it's also right. it's three other people's houses. Shiprock's house. It's Shiprock's house, but it's me and my roommate's house. Yeah. So I'm not that cool yet. Maybe. Who knows? But. Okay, so we're I just going to like. Yeah, we're just going to keep, keep trucking here because I think I answered the question. We might have to elevate our music and go back and listen to what you said. Because I genuinely forgot. Yeah? Did you? Um, no, actually. Oh, okay. Then keep going. <laughs> well, I, I pretty much wrapped up the, the statement, which was, I need to make sure in order for me to be mentally healthy, that I am content with where I am. Mm-hmm. Because worrying about trying to change it, excuse me, is going to do nothing but stress me out. Uh, try to find moments in the day where I can breathe and relax and come back down to earth and like i said just be happy where i'm at with everything and look forward to what's going on in my day not thinking too far in the past or in the future um i don't know i like to think sometimes i know that it's it's thought that thinking a lot is bad but i don't agree with that and i think that it's good to think a lot because if you practice enough you can uh, get better at controlling your emotions and um, better handling situations that would otherwise spiral you out of control and that's something that I've kind of sucked at lately is like being good at communicating I've just kind of been crabby and that's due to the lovely situation we all get to live in during these times but the corona yeah virus yeah I was trying to yeah. do a bit yeah. But um, yeah, it's it's hard. I feel like parts of me, who I was before this happened, kind of went away, and that's like not who? a bad thing. Um, when I constantly have stuff to do in the day, mm-hmm. and it's more of a schedule. I'm a very schedule oriented person, and when I don't have a schedule, I lose motivation and it just doesn't go well. And due to the fact that I've kind of been stuck at home with the occasional uh, road trip every once in a while that I can finally now drive my car. (laughs) But uh, other than that, it's sitting and sitting. And summer school is helping me kind of get a routine in place. And maybe moving into the new house will help too. But it's, it's just been a huge struggle. And I feel bad for both Maddie and the dogs and Brad because they kind of don't deserve to be uh, snipped at and I've done that a lot more lately but that's just me talking about it now accepting that that happened and I can improve on it and I am in control but I think it's good because we're all I mean you've lived with us more now than you haven't mm-hmm. so we've all been on pretty good communication levels and none of us have gone through this before so like 
we're all really good at communicating our needs and if we need space and like how we're feeling and I think it's fine, you know. Yeah. I'm also one to overthink. So Join what I think is maybe more extreme than it actually is. Yeah. You know, that that could be part of it too and it's really not a big deal and I know it's not a big deal, but my brain is just like, "Hey, you need to lose sleep over this because you didn't toast your bread correctly. It was yeah. slightly under golden brown and you're going to Your whole day is shit. It. Yeah, my whole day is shit. You're ruined. Except is for ruined. the fact that it's important to me that I always look at every day as a good day unless it is a truly horrible day. Yeah. I don't remember the last time I had a bad day. Maybe that's part of why I'm okay at mental health i don't think that it's fair to really declare that i'm good at anything and i think i've talked about that in the last podcast but that's part of being humble to me is not self-declaring anything but i don't know it's just my thoughts yeah so growing up in a predominantly female household how do you think that altered or influenced your your thoughts and perception of mental health made i think it made me a lot more open to uh my emotions than <laughs> are you saying mom and i are emotional <laughs> i'm saying our mom is it not. is more common for women <laughs> to be emotional than for men to be openly emotional and that is a terrible stigma that we live with today it's not and wrong though i mean it's not wrong no with I, maybe it is. Maybe it is wrong. I don't know. But like in in how you grew up for sure. Yeah. I, I have cried so much in the last three days for no for no fucking reason. Just, right. I'm an emotional wreck sometimes. And you, you got to witness that. Yeah. It's good to cry. To it is. It's good to cry. It's it, so good it to cry. It helps you get your emotions up. Now, it's important to also not dwell on emotions. Let them pass, but don't dwell on them. That's hard to do. But with the, back to the, the, me being more open with emotions, the odds of every male listener on this podcast and really almost every guy out there, if you had a somewhat uh, blue collar working dad or some figure like that in your family, and you had a moment where you showed uh, in quotes weakness uh, they would tell you to man up that phrase man up is a big part of why guys are so shitty at openly showing their emotions because they don't want to display weakness being vulnerable being vulnerable is like an animal on its belly or on its back showing its belly mm -hmm. because you never want that to happen the only time that that comes out is when you truly trust that that being or the person that you're with. Yeah. So that has a lot to do with it. And, you know, emotions vary per person. There are girls that I've met that never cry and rarely have any emotional standing at all. But mm -hmm. there are guys who are more emotional than I am. And I think it's important to state, too, that just because we grew up with a blue-collar, hard-working dad doesn't mean that other people with blue-collar working dads would have the same experience, mm -hmm. you know? But that's just our... Exp oh, excuse me. That's just our experience and our truth. Yeah, and that's not to knock him or anyone in the family either because mm -hmm. that's all that they've known. How can right. you blame, blame somebody for something that they grew up with? It's just natural to them. You can't blame somebody life. for their way of life mm -hmm. if that's all that they've known. If you choose to act that way, then you can blame. But still, be a little hesitant with that because we got to be nice, especially especially during times like this. So, do you know? Do you have any like specific stories or times in your life where you were open or vulnerable around people, and maybe other? guys males were present and like shot you down for it or kind of made fun of you or like 
Yeah, the only have? times that I've really tried to be open with guys and have it backfire has exclusively been with dad's side. Everywhere else, they've always been super open, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Um, because I think it's showing, and I, I should mention as well, the other guys that I, I have shown an emotional side to are mostly my age or are the parents of the friends that are my age. So maybe it was an awkward situation and they didn't really have a say in it, which mm-hmm. I respect them for not truly speaking their opinions if that's how they felt and just being there to support. Mm-hmm. But with that idea in mind, you would think that that same type of behavior could happen within the family. But it doesn't because I think a lot of times family members know, regardless of what they do, you will always love them within reason because they are your family members. And that is crappy. Well, that's that's what we're taught, though. You right. Know? And I think that happens a lot with like abuse victims and a lot of a lot of parenting is just like, oh, well. Oh, go give your aunt a hug because she's your aunt. Mm-hmm. You know, go give grandma or grandpa a kiss because they're your grandparents. Like, you're you're being told that you're supposed to love these people when in reality you have a choice whether you want to give them a hug, whether you, you know, and, and that type mm-hmm. of, um, like, consent and whatever, that, that appreciation for personal boundaries is just coming up now. Yeah. And if you disagree with this point of view, that's awesome. I want to hear why. I would love to have a conversation with you on why it's better to stick to the way it has been and not look at it as questions and yeah, just stay with it the way it is because it's important to have a conversation and not let it devolve into an argument because I, I am under, under the belief that every argument that is had could have been had as a conversation, but it was just left for far too long. And emotions got high, and it led emotions, to Emotions, that's what it is. I, I agree with you. I think arguments are high emotion. Mm-hmm. For example. Uncontrolled high emotion. Before this podcast started, Maddie and I had a good conversation that if left for too long, could have been a very bad argument that would have possibly hurt our relationship. With Which conversation? With me, uh, basically what happened was uh, like I said, it's been a rough couple days for all of us, and I was starting to take it more personally than oh, I like probably should. Oh, like what we just like had, just like talking about. If that would have been left for too ago? long, that oh, could have been a terrible. I argument. thought you meant before this podcast no, ever no, 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 started. No. I was like, <gasps> Maddie oh and God. I rarely argue because if there's ever an issue, it's it's out right away. Yep, we talk it's about just, it. It's it's out in the open. It's important to maintain that atmosphere, and so well, we both respect each other at that level too right yeah so if we're ever out of line it's important to so mm-hmm. hey maybe it's me out of line maybe it's you out of line but we should talk about this and yeah get it done. something's weird yeah i seriously recommend trying that if you haven't before communication yeah. is something that you're never perfect at and you can always get better at so yeah i think pointing out that that we were talking like i i perceived something cole said as one way and i said hey this is how I perceived that conversation. I don't know if it was you coming off a certain way or if, if it was how I was perceiving it or if it was both of us or if, you know, because cause how I was, you know, Cole and I were raised in the same household, but how I was raised and how he was raised, they could be different on some things. Like I could, I could be being a girl, I could have been taught to perceive and answer things differently than him being a guy, you know, because we had a, predominantly female household Mm -hmm. um teaching females teaching females is different than females teaching males yeah you know so we just i think it was really good how we we both communicated like hey this is what's going on um let's let's talk about it and now and now it's fine yeah now there's nothing wrong in that if if anything i'm sure it's probably cleared up a lot of things that could have gone wrong in the future but Mm -hmm. and i think that's that's kind of what's lacking with some of our family members like to tie back to your absolutely being vulnerable and open is because we don't have that that connection that that mutual respect Mm -hmm. with all of our family members it's 
it's something that you can you can say oh it needs to be this way with with your family members with your friends but it it can't be that way unless you have a close relationship with them unless you truly know the person that you're trying to communicate with how are you supposed to actually go through with anything if you have an idea of who they are and maybe they've changed since you've known them i know for a fact i am much different than who i was a year ago a month ago whatever yeah if you're not constantly communicating with the people in your life and keeping them up to date with who you are what you believe and the same with them your communication is going to suffer because of it and mm. you're just gonna your relationship is gonna suffer yeah it most of my family members i have a terrible relationship with and that's not that we don't get along it's the fact that i don't know anything about them maybe distance distant might be a better word because terrible is like a negative connotation yeah and you don't have a terrible right relationship with anyone it is yeah it is a distant or lacking relationship mm-hmm. that could be better and that is at the fault of me and whoever it is that, that i don't have as good of a relationship with mm-hmm. i mean there's a it's part of the chorus in in Lauv's modern loneliness but it's it's very true about how we're never alone but we're always suppressed and you love your friends to death but you never call and you never text so despite the fact that you love these people and you want to be close with them if you never reach out to them why do you expect them to do that every time to you if they've done that for you why not return the favor yeah i hope that made sense but i think so um so we were talking about um oh yeah example examples with if you've ever been super vulnerable and people have either backfired with you do you want to share an example of that i mean honestly it's been so long since it was that i i don't have a great uh definite memory on how the events actually happened but i think uh one of the most uh, important ones was definitely how old was i 14 13 i think i was one of those two years i was on the night before mother's day maddie knows this night very well yeah um basically what had happened during the day is miscommunication and me trying to please both sides where i wanted to go fishing with my dad but i also wanted to be at my mom's for mother's day for the entire day and uh due to them being divorced and having i would say they have a terrible relationship rightfully so it was a very messy divorce but uh despite that it, it boiled up to the point where I tried to tell my dad that I had decided I did not want to go fishing and I would rather just go to my mom's house. And he took that as you always take your mom's side. So this is just another one of those things where they are, again, in quotes, brainwashing you. They weren't. It was entirely my decision. And so he took my phone and cut me off all communication from anyone um and it ended up with the cops were called later on and i tried to voice my opinion but ultimately it got scared i lied i called the cops yeah maddie, maddie which is important the cops, to note brought in, want, um you know the mom officer, wasn't the one but yeah officer came in and asked if everything was okay and uh earlier than that i tried to walk towards my sister and then my dad kind of grabbed my hand and was like hey you're not going anywhere he grabbed your shoulder he grabbed my shoulder see mm-hmm. i don't mean to cut you off but no it's, just... it's it's good to be uh factual with this stuff because you know memory is fleeting it's just from my point of view it was so frustrating to because i i know that you had texted me earlier in that day and you said i want to come home mm-hmm. and me being a overly protective rightfully so protective sister and basically raising you um i jumped on that and i knew the situation and i knew that you weren't feeling safe in that moment so i wanted to come and grab you and 
mm-hmm. when I walked in to see my little brother not be able to voice his opinion and not to be able to be heard mm-hmm. and respected. Um, yeah, that night, that night was not, not the best. It was not a fun night. I, I didn't get any sleep. That's surprising, I know. And ended up going fishing with my dad in the morning. Uh, and I, when we were done, immediately ran to mom's car and didn't see them for two years after that because of how much that damaged my relationship with them. For them not respecting my will. Sure, I was less than 16 years old. It doesn't matter. But you had super strong feelings. You, Your stomach was a knots. You were not, we're, you did not feel safe in that. Yeah, like, exactly. Like not safe as in he'll physically harm you. That right. was never. No, my dad would never, never, ever, never ever. harm anyone. But just the fact that I don't feel comfortable, comfortable is more a better word. Yeah. I'm not comfortable in this situation that I'm in. And I wasn't even given the chance to be let out. It is important also to say it is good to be uncomfortable but it is not good to be in an unhealthy situation mm-hmm. and be uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, it's bad enough to be comfortable in an unhealthy situation, but what I mean by that is in, it's introducing yourself to new things makes you uncomfortable because you've right. never experienced them before. That's the healthy that's, part. Of that's it. the yeah. healthy part. But including yourself in a situation such as that, which I didn't really have a choice, um, that is an unhealthy thing that if I were to have been respected with it and i totally understand because up till this point excuse me sorry get the burps up to this point it's been parents have ultimate say Mm -hmm. parents are uh, more of a authoritative figure over the kids and the kids aren't viewed as individual people with their own wishes and are treated more as um sheep yeah, it's it's a because I told you so, because I'm your mom, because I'm your dad, it mm-hmm. doesn't matter. And I'm not saying that that was necessarily the case for my family, but across the board for American culture, yeah, that is how it has been. And without my mom and Maddie to raise me, I guarantee you I wouldn't be who I am right now. Yeah. Honestly, I was kind of hesitant to want to bring up childhood stuff to talk about but that's that's our truth that's our real life mm-hmm. and my goal is to be open and vulnerable on this podcast to help other people that have potentially gone through the same stuff that we have yeah so i know that we'll probably upset a lot of people by speaking our truth mm-hmm. but you know it's that this is our experience and and our our life and i think we we deserve to be heard Mm -hmm. and we deserve to be respected and um i think it's good that we're sharing absolutely this kind of stuff you know because it definitely has affected our mental health absolutely and how we view our everyday life yeah i i feel it's important to for those who maybe saw it differently or experienced it differently if anyone else listening was in that situation I'd love to hear your, your side of it. And, you know, your your perspective on the issue is going to be different than ours. Everybody's perspective is biased towards themselves. Yeah. That's just natural how it is. So right. by coming up with a encompassing perspective on the matter, it's going to be a lot easier to understand where all of these emotions are coming from. Right. I did not bring up that story to try and bash my dad. Art. To we try have a great and bash dad. anybody. I think, yeah, he we, is a great person. Now, you know, after years of growth between yeah. all three of us, it's it's a very different relationship. It really is. And but at the time, you know, he was in a horrible relationship. Yep. And that influenced how he acted and mm-hmm. how he reacted to a lot of things. And Our experience was a product of the time in which it took place in. Yep. Nothing more. Yep. Does not matter who was involved. It was all that matters is how they reacted the way that they did, but it's not worth dwelling on because that's in the past and we can right. grow from it. And we don't, we, and we have grown from it. Absolutely. We don't I sit don't and even, sulk in it. Yeah. I enjoy telling these stories because, and I don't say it for a sob story. I say it because right. it's, this is what I've been through. I 
Yeah. I'm laying everything out on the table because it, it's pointless to hide anything from anybody. Given, I'm not encouraging you to go out and say uh, the most embarrassing thing or the worst thing that's ever happened to you mm-hmm. right on the spot the second you meet somebody. Yeah. Like, you need to develop a relationship before you just dump everything on somebody. You know, but... I'm, I'm going to speak for the empaths and the, um, the, uh, what's it called? Um, the heavy, not heavy, intense people out yeah. there like myself. We enjoy deep conversations and sometimes you just, but it's with the right people. Right. You know, you so kind of, you let out my, your my point. most traumatic experience with your, with the current, like, you just feel it. For example, I think this is a great, great example because in September of last year, 2019, uh, there was a person who entered my life who was very unhealthy for my life, and she was very open the second I met her. And initially, I had taken that as, oh, you know, she's, she's not afraid of who she was, and she's not. Good for her. But when you meet somebody and you go, I'm not going to say very, it. Because very, it, very deep into. Yeah, it, into her personal life. Traumatic personal. Very traumatic personal life. Personal history. The first day you meet someone. The first day. That's, yeah. That is what I mean by. That's a little alarming. Maybe reserve your cards a bit until, you know, you're a bit further into knowing that person. I hope she's healed past that. Yeah, definitely. I hope she's you know mm-hmm. living a wonderful life because deep down she's she's a great person oh definitely it was just very heavy it was a lot yeah but it's also important keep a light heart keep keep a joking some part of you hopefully that can take a joke because not everything needs to be a serious deep talk all the time that is completely off topic from what we were oh initially i was talking like about. what and are it, you it, saying it, joke about her sorry if that was confusing but like when it comes to deep talks with somebody, you don't always have to rely on exclusively having deep talks with that person. You should still be able to joke around with them. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. That was really out of left field, and I'm sorry, listeners, because that's probably going to confuse you up to that point. And I, I hope it doesn't. I hope that it made sense. But if it did, I'm sorry. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about with crying um, was... I feel like a lot of people always say, oh, you know, if someone's crying, they're always like, oh, don't cry. Don't cry. It's okay. I think we should flip that to it's okay to cry. It's okay that you're crying. You know, Couldn't agree you're more. allowed to cry. Yeah, absolutely. You can cry right now. Yeah. And I think I was thinking about that uh, yesterday, I think, with just so many things with if we just shifted our our way of responding, I think it would like completely change people's lives. Like the, the example I was thinking of was I'm a very clean person. Uh, I'm super type a, if anyone's coming over to my house, I always have the house spotless. I mean, I, I like to keep it pretty spotless regardless, but like if people are coming over, it's like toothbrush to the floor Mm -hmm. type thing. And you know, I've heard a lot like, Oh, you didn't need to clean for me or, Oh, I don't care. But that's a negative response versus like, thank you for taking the time to clean for me. Yeah. Or thank you for taking the time to care about that. Mm-hmm. Given, I, was, I will say, I think those people mean it in a good light. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But I just think, you know, don't you perceive that absolutely. in a more positive way? If it's like, oh, yeah. thank you for taking the time to do this, yeah. you know, versus, oh, well, you didn't have to do that. Right. Or, oh, why did, you know, I don't care. Yeah, absolutely. But I it's like, totally I care, agree. you yep. know. That's, I don't know. I think it was just, that was just one thing that I was really thinking about. And I think I'm just brainstorming all situations of our life or of our life that can affect our mental health. Mm-hmm. Cause like when you and I get talking, we go down rabbit holes of like super deep stuff yeah. forever. Mm-hmm. And I think it's great. But for those of you listening, if you don't know <laughs> that we go down rabbit holes, we we definitely do. I have been told by multiple people, mostly all of my friends, that uh, I am a very surface level deep talker. Sorry, 
That's what it, that's what I was trying. Uh, not a deep person or an intense person, yeah. but I am not a surface level person. Right. So if you're also not a surface level person like me and you like to share deep stuff right away, that's what I was. Okay, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Continue. Yeah. Re- reboot uh, that. Sorry. Uh, Elevator music. Okay. Okay. So guys, I tried to add in an elevator music thing and it was super loud and it was going to just ruin your ears or your speakers. So we just improv'd. So, okay. You're welcome. No, we didn't go back and listen to what, ah, hang on. We should. Okay. We're back. Sorry. Yeah. Um, touching back on the the thought that I had earlier, I am, I've been told by all of my friends basically that i am much more prone to be a deep talker than a, a surface or small talker like yeah. i really want to know more about you and so i like to ask thought-provoking questions right. rather oh, than just so say golly look at the weather <laughs> that's some nice weather that's boring golly jim yeah but uh yeah, I don't know. That's what I've been told. So, what other experiences in your life would you say that have either influenced or affected your mental health as a guy? Um, or maybe what are some things just in a guy's life that either get brushed under the rug or you're told not to talk about? Or... Oh boy, all of puberty, all of high school, basically. Like when you're feeling all of those emotions. Yeah. Oh, they're just like, yeah, you're just going to feel some stuff. Just deal with it. It's like, uh, no. Really? I, I want to know why I'm feeling the way I am. I want to know what's going to happen, uh, whether these emotions are going to stay or not. I mean, you don't. You get told like the, yeah, it'll go away in like three to four years. But for those three to four years, That's maybe a long even longer. Time. That is your entire lifetime up until that point. Girls, can you imagine if we were told, oh yeah, here's a tampon, you just shove it up there. Can you imagine like not being taught or like shown how to take care of yourself during that time? Oh my God, I it don't is, even... It's not uncommon by any means. That's, I'm so for sorry. For guys to be royally confused about every part of their life. Because for the most part, guys just don't talk about life and and um what makes them unique from girls uh how they affect them i guess i, I don't really know where i'm going with this that makes but sense though so so because i think just, vulnerability is a sign of a weakness yes so it's rather than trying to learn from whatever you're you're doing or uh experiencing they're just like here cover up all of the the sad emotional gushy things and bring out the i want to tackle you and play football things i don't know that was really i'm not a sports person i'm sorry (laughs) sports sports ball sports ball i'm yeah and that's why we're here to um to take those things to lift the rug to sweep it out to dig deep into it to talk about it take the rug and toss it shove it up your what is it uh, uh that anime thing oh that... haha you heard it here first folks we're talking about anime now no it's from uh attack on titan attack on a bridge. bridge a bridge yeah. attack on Titans. okay i'm not an anime fan but that's yeah. freaking hilarious you can't stick a corn cob oh god no what was it uh if you can't pull it for no not that one either <laughs> protractor from your wiener yeah yeah no. your wiener slot yeah and turn yeah okay sorry i'm just gonna throw that in there right now if you're interested it's entirely off topic and i apologize but attack on titan abridged it's by team four star funniest shit you'll ever see it's like an eight minute section of it it's basically during their training sequence it's all you gotta watch maybe five ten minutes afterwards because there's a few funny things in there too yeah but That's the main all. point is like the yeah. eight minutes it's guys like i said i'm not an anime person in the slightest but I watched that and I enjoyed it. I, have, I enjoy it quite, quite yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yep. But and and you are just loved for that. Yes. And you can just 
deal with your anime things. Advertisement over. (laughs) This has been an advertisement brought to you by anime. Hello and welcome to the advertisement from anime. Okay. Okay. Goodbye. So we're going to keep talking about mental health because that's kind of the topic. That's the dill. That's the ish. Ew. Um, Ishy. No, the ish is in like the issue. Hello? Yeah, um, but... It, oh, that's what I was going to... Speaking... Okay, that was a generational thing. It's you. So I was going to ask you, what do you think your... So what's your opinion on... You know, we're four years apart. Yeah. Tri- technically three years and 336 days. 36. 35. 35 days. Okay. Yeah. He used to do that all the time. Guys, he was the kid that was like... Um, I'd ask mom, oh, what time is it? She'd be like, quarter to four or whatever and cole would be like um actually it's 346 like he was just that annoying kid <laughs> i was it was not even gonna lie hilarious you know what that's called growth as a person you can look <laughs> back and go wow i was an idiot you've grown <laughs> okay um but so so we have quite some time between us and like my my class and my grade of graduating class or whatever of you know 2015 across the u.s is much different than his graduating class of 2019 across the U.S. Right. So, like, how do you think our mental health um, is different? Uh, like, do you think people talk about it more in your life? Like, because how you, because your world. It's too early to tell. I'm going to say that right now. It's really? too early to tell. Even on social media and stuff? You yes, because okay. when you look at social media influencers, for example, they are varying in ages from my age so 18 all the way up to 28 or in their mid 30s or early 40s it really depends there's betty white's an influencer and she's like, she's like 900 be, okay she looks great yes she looks stellar for being a dinosaur oh my god Cole. joking i'm joking like i said earlier thank you comedy. for not being a friend yeah um sorry to all my Betty White lovers out there love her just as much as you, but just you? had to okay. throw a joke. I don't watch anything for Betty White. I think I was it's just saving the face. Girls? Anyways, well, Betty White had like an opera rocker like comedy show with that a bunch was hilarious. Of old people though, that was kind of cool. Anyways, moral of the story. That's a great song by Asher. Uh, I think it's too early to tell which generation was more focused on mental health because i think mine even though we're still technically part of the same generation there is variation between the years uh my mine is too young i think by the time that we're 30 that has a definite tell but what about you me you're like way beyond your years for your age yeah but and like there's some people that i know that are 25 in my age group and just are some of the most immature people i've ever met that's just individual cases. I think, uh, and I'm going to say it again. It's not fair for me to say, yeah, I'm way beyond my years. Because that is the cockiest thing I think I could ever say. <laughs> yeah, I'm better than you. I'm No, I'm not better than anybody. No one's. We're we all, all wipe our ass the same. Exactly. <laughs> I, it does, I slobber when I snore and sleep. That was an incorrect sentence. Make fun of me for it. I don't know. Point is, I... Sure, I might be more mature than a good amount of people of my age. There are people who are probably even more mature than me. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. For example, Corey. Corey is so much more mature than me. And I think that that's just because it's who he is. Sure. It's, it's down to ourselves. Individuality. Yeah. Okay. I, I, yeah, I hope so that just, answers the question. So, So you just think that it's... It's too soon to tell the generational thing. It's too it's soon, soon and it's too broad. Okay. It's too broad of something to be able to have a, a definite answer on. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking at it generalized, I would say by the time we hit 30 years old, we'll have a better answer. I think it would be fun to do a podcast about your high school experience versus mine. I would love that. Sounds... Maybe that could be our... That's our next one. 15th episode. 15th. Yeah, because I'm I'm coming back for the 15th. That's right. You're going to go three episodes because 12, 13, 14. Uh, and then I'll be back rather than the five-week split yeah. as per usual. Because 
I goofed and wasn't part of the tenth. So, oopsies. Uh, That's okay. It was a mini episode, anyways. Yeah, we're here. We're we're proud. Oh. This is entirely improv. Yeah. All original. All original. Yes, and. And I'm making macaroni for dinner. Yum. Okay. I'm doing it. I think I'm, I might. Do I it think. This has been a great episode. I've had a lot of fun. I don't know if you have any more questions. No, I think, I mean, I think we covered quite a bit. I hope so. I think going into the future, too, will probably unfold a lot of dirty laundry from our childhood. Yeah. If Well, first of all, I think in the interest of, of audiences, whether they would want us to do that or not. Because if you'd rather talk about topics that are, and given, I know that that's like what your podcast focus on, focuses on, is just yourself. Not as in you, but as in yeah. the self. The, yeah, so it's like, I'm not on here to bitch about my family experiences and everything bad that's ever happened to me, but if I have a, a topic that I'm presenting, yeah, and I have experienced something that has, ah, okay, I you get know, it. Yep. highlighted that topic, I'm going to yeah. talk about it. So I heard that wrong. Perfect. Awesome. So, because vulnerability is awesome and life isn't always sunshiny and butterflies and and that's okay. And mm-hmm. we're going to normalize mental health. Yeah. For, and for everyone around me, I hope that... There's only me around you right now. Oh, God. Wow, everyone this is awkward. This is listening weird. to you? Really awkward. Okay. <sighs> no, on a serious note, though, for... For everyone who's in my life, I hope that, or in Maddie's life too, for anyone listening to this, for anyone I will come in contact with in the future, for anyone who will listen to this in the future, um, hope that it makes mental health a little easier to talk about, uh, to learn about, and to practice, because that's what's important. Those are some good final words. Thank you. Iridocyclitis. My, my oh, mine was a burp. Oh. Why do we? Excuse me. Why do we have so much indigestion lately? Uh, Holy cow! Okay. Where's the Pepto Bismol? <laughs> do you say Pento? I said Pepto. 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 Bismol. On that note, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you. Thank you for having me. I always enjoy it. It's a good time. Time goes by so much faster when you're on this. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it's been almost an hour. Yeah, that's crazy. All right. Uh, if you have any comments or questions or concerns about this podcast for me or Cole, uh, message my Instagram at T-O-A-W podcast. Yeah. And if you guys have any ideas of, I guess I can't speak for her podcast, but whenever I'm on, if there's something that you want us to talk about while I'm here, yeah, feel free to, to let her know. Yeah. Or let me know if you somehow find a way to contact me. I'm impressed if you do. (laughs) So I I won't even be mad. Like a Ron Burgundy and his dog situation. But uh, this has definitely been a a Midwestern goodbye in terms of conclusions. I agree. So I feel like it's about time to wrap it up. We're just going to wrap it. Just wrap it. All right. Bye. Oh, are we? Oh, okay. Okay. Ready? One, two, three. Bye. Bye.